Hey guys, welcome back. 10th episode and another episode of like the smallest talk series, which are just chiller discussions with some of my friends about life topics and current news and much more. It's also Friday the 13th and the last Friday the 13th we had life kind of shut down. So that's interesting. But before we get into the episode, again, I just want to thank you all for joining and still listening. It means a lot to me. I cannot believe how supportive you guys are. It's like the 10th episode. It's a long time. Anyways, today I am joined by two of my close friends, Anish Nadella and Dhruv Pindarkar. I'm still not used to saying last names, okay? Like, I still am not. But they actually have a podcast of their own, and I'll let them explain that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. we Thank you for the introduction, Sonia. I was so touched by that. But uh, we host the Mildly Opinionated Podcast. It's, like, supposed to be a culture podcast. But it, it is really culture. Just... It is very culture. It is, it is still culture. It is not a sports podcast, do not worry. It's not just a sports podcast, uh, contrary to what you, what people may think. But we do talk about sports, we talk about politics. We'll talk about music down the line, you know, yep. when some piece is a good album, but still. Yeah. Thanks, Sonia, for having us on today. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you guys for joining me. Um, yeah, you should definitely check out their podcast. I was on one of their episodes, and... They're just like, they talk, they cover a lot of sports stuff, like they said, and politics too. And yeah. We like being cancelable. That's our whole focus. That's our platform. (laughs) Cancelled, controversial issues. That's like your entire thing. But I don't know much about sports, so. As the title says, we're only mildly opinionated. Mildly. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, so today's episode is on staying productive and maximizing free time in quarantine and this pandemic. So like kind of like a warm up before we dive into that. But have you guys been like up to anything new during the pandemic, like finding new hobbies? Because I feel like everyone I see has. But like, yeah, how has the pandemic been affecting you guys? Yeah, uh, I, I can't speak for a niche, but I spent a lot of time kind of like figuring what I was going to do out because as for me I didn't I had like thought about college a lot but not really what I was going to do with it Mm -hmm. so I actually spent a lot of time learning to code more and uh really going into that so that's pretty much been the thing that I've been focusing on most yeah for me it's kind of like like we we started the podcast because we kind of got bored during quarantine yeah that was another yeah that's like probably the biggest thing but yeah, also kind of like what, what you were doing. I was kind of thinking about college because it was just a good time for that. And like we're sophomores, but like it's coming up pretty quickly. And that's sad and interesting at the same time because I've been hearing great stories from my brother. And it's really exciting for college, to be honest. Yeah, high school has been different in remote learning. I don't know about college, but mm-hmm. high school has different definitely been different. Um, So like through... Do you think that because of this pandemic, you got more time to code? Like, is that something you wouldn't have had the time to do before the pandemic? I mean, I would say it's a combination of more time and also a bit of, you know, more motivation because boredom is one of the best motivators. And so is fear of angry parents. But uh, (laughs) it's a combination of both those factors. But I would definitely say there's a lot more time when we were off school and during summer where, you know, normally I couldn't just go out and, you know, hang out with friends. So I just had to figure something else to do, figure out something else to do and coding kind of be 
became the void. Well, it filled that void. Mm-hmm. Okay, now like more into the topic, just on the productivity side of it. What does productivity mean to you guys? Like what does pro- being productive mean? Because I feel like it can be taken in so many different directions. I think I, I can kind of attest to this. Like it can Personally, for me, being productive, I, I don't like it, but I compare myself to others <laughs> with this. Like, if I'm doing something or I'm not doing something, I'm definitely going to, like, uh, tell myself, you got to be doing this and, like, you got to be more productive to get this done or, yeah. like, try this out. Like, I know it's not good, but, like, it's just a part of me. I'm competitive. I want to, like, quote, unquote, beat everyone else. So that's just something that I constantly do all the time. Yeah. I got Yeah. That. Yeah, no, I get that as well, the competitive side of it. But for me, productivity during the summer, um, I kind of had, like, the weirdest sleep schedule ever devised. Oh, yeah. So for me, oh it was, God. like, during during the summer, it was a lot of, like, how do I balance, like, like, what I want to do? So, like, maybe gaming and stuff with, like, you know, getting a lot of, like, work done with coding because – especially one of the things with learning something new is you have to do a lot of stuff that isn't as fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a motivation aspect of that that needed to be worked on, but productivity-wise, I felt like I had to be able to split up my work in a way that I could maximize how much focus I was giving to it. So the way I did it was I would probably tend to code like in two different two-hour like stretches in the day and this was during the summer where i could actually have the time oh i remember i remember you telling me about this. yeah you were like so you were like oh my gosh i stay up till yeah. like 3 a.m yeah I, I and you kept saying you couldn't play outside like, because you were coding yeah there were there were a lot of times like that but i actually think that organization structure helped me but the weird sleep uh sleep schedule thing was basically just like it would be like 1 a.m and i couldn't fall asleep and i'd be like you know what would be a good thing to do let's just finish a project now Oh, I remember this. All three yeah. of us, we all took a course, an online oh course from yeah. edX. Like, I'm just thinking about that right now. We all took one. And I remember Drew specifically. He would be like, I have a set time that I have to do this. Yeah. I did mine. And I did it all in one day. Like, I did not, like... Oh, my gosh. I did not... Yeah, but the thing for me, like, it has to be about retention, though. Yeah, that's true. That edX course might be, like, one specific topic. Mm-hmm. But if you're, like trying to learn something for you actually have to like you really need to retain a lot of the knowledge and that's so hard to do like especially like i feel like for me i'm still figuring out what's the best way to like get knowledge in my head actually like wait sonia which course did you take it was like some python um oh yeah she took the python thing i took a data science research nice but it's just so hard, like, remembering stuff. I feel like it's you can't just, like, look at something and have it in your head, you know? AP Euro? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. AP Euro. All day classes right now. Just got to memorize everything. Yeah, it's so hard. But then I'll, I'll ask you guys, because, like, for me, the AP classes have been a bit different, and I know Euro has been very intensive. But uh, how are you guys applying the productivity stuff you learned in, you know, over the summer? to you know your classes today that's a really good question I think for me being productive means like no distractions you know like when you get stuff in you gotta like do it you gotta put it all so like something new I've started is like 
putting all like technology that I don't need, like my phone away, I feel so much more productive. Like I keep my phone downstairs and do my homework up. And I just like feel so much more productive doing that because I'm actually getting work done without scrolling on like TikTok every 10 minutes. Yeah, kind of going with like Drew's question of the summer, I was not productive over the summer. This was the last summer with my brother. So most of the time was spent on like his birthday and his graduation party and I summer school also for the first half. So I was not productive at all, especially like sleeping wise. And I didn't get that much done. But what what was the second part of your question, Drew? Oh, no, I was asking like, how did you apply whatever you learned about productivity during the summer to like school now? I mean, I would just say, because I wasn't productive over the summer, I have to be a lot more productive now to, like, catch up on stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. Do you guys have any things that keep you productive, especially during, like, remote learning? Comp- um, what? Competition. Competition, that's fair. That's fair. I was going to say that. I was, like, I feel like your main motivation for productivity is competition. Like, you have to, and I feel like that's natural. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like, even me, like, in what keeps me going is, like, oh, I have to be better. And I feel like that's totally normal. Wait, Sonia, do you uh, compete against yourself in a way? or? See, that's tough because, like, yeah. I'm constantly comparing myself to others. So, yeah, I want to do better than myself. But, like, I also want to do better than others. There's always that part of me that wants to do better than others. Like, what about yeah. you guys? I would definitely. Uh, yeah, I think. It's like, how do I explain this? I think the healthy form of like long-term self-motivation is the idea you need to be better than yourself. Yeah. But there are times where you really need to like kick on the- It's bird. just not possible at all points. Yeah, there's times where you have to go, you know what? Like I have to catch up to whatever this person is doing or I have to be better than them because I feel like the competitive nature of not just my upbringing, but also like the way- the education system is structured now mm-hmm. i think it's also our school is very competitive exactly and like, yeah that has to play a big part of it i mean personally drew when you were talking to me over the summer about like internships and stuff and like the stuff you were doing that kind of inspired me to go like because i wasn't doing anything i went and found some places that i could do with like a medicine focus yeah and that's like something that like i i personally think that ended well yeah, I think that's like the healthiest thing that could occur from that. I feel like people need to be able to be inspired by what other people are doing. Just I was inspired by you, Drew. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Anish. I'm, you are my inspiration, my hero. I'm touched. But like, you have to be able to take inspiration from somebody just as easily as you like, compete to beat them. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I feel like everybody's always like, you should be competing against yourself but I just don't think it's possible like, I, I just don't think that's possible I feel like we're constantly comparing ourselves to others whether we like it or not and that's what keeps us that's what's going to keep us going you know yeah like if you're not killing yourself over it and you're not like beating yourself up like oh I gotta be better than them it's good because like if you're trying to beat someone else it's gonna give you like some real motivation mm-hmm. to go out and do something for sure I totally agree with that and like why okay this we kind of covered this but that was just like my next talking point why is why do you think being productive is important like i mean it's different for everyone so why is being productive important to you i guess anish do you want to start this one yeah like 
if I'm not like doing, if I feel like I'm not had a productive day, when I'm going to sleep, I can't really like fall asleep because I'm like, oh, I didn't get something done today. Like, especially, it happened this week, actually, when we have the uh, asynchronous day. For those that don't go to Stevenson, that's pretty much like we don't have Zoom classes and we just have work to do. So like I finished all my work at the beginning of the day because it's just like Google Forms. So the rest of the day, I felt like I wasn't doing anything because I didn't like want to apply myself in a way and go. Yeah, through anything. I know the feeling. So that like, yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it it was like, well, I mean, being productive, I feel you have to also consider like it's not just about accomplishing an educational activity. You also have to factor in you can be productive at like exercising. You can be productive yeah. relaxing. I feel like that's the important thing. And for me, being productive kind of meant avoiding the mentality of I need to do this for like 10 hours at a time once a week and going more into the, you know, two hours, five days a week. And it sounds really simple, but I feel like with me, I can get really caught up in something. And like, for example, I could read like a book in one day and then never read for the next month. Mm-hmm. because yeah. you're caught up in something and it's and it's exciting yeah that makes sense get bored but part of it was just like you need to know when to stop yourself and know when to push yourself to like actually continue something yeah and that's a really good point when you guys like feel productive about something you're actually interested in though if you guys like keep pushing yourself do you guys ever ever feel burnt out at some point like are you just do you lose the motivation to do that no not yet i mean i've felt burnt out at times like i can remember i want to say it was like seventh grade i was studying for the school geography b oh my gosh i know <laughs> young seventh grade through that was like so i was like really mad about losing the year before so i was like you know what i'm gonna win this year or at least i didn't think i was gonna win but i won and then we were like studying for state levels and at that time, I was actually studying, like, four hours a day of geography. Whoa. What? Yeah. How do you stay that dedicated? I don't understand. Yeah. No, it's seven, that it's was seven. healthy. Because, like, I, I didn't perform as well as I did. I didn't feel as good about it. Like, there was a significant period of time where, like, I could not keep up with schoolwork purely because I was burning myself out mentally with that studying. Yeah. Oh, actually, I can attest to that feeling. I just completely forgot about it because it's so been so long ago. <laughs> in middle school, science Olympiad in middle school. Oh wow! Yeah. Probably the most competitive thing I've done so far. Like everything in high school does not compare to that for some reason. Nothing. Because like for that, it's just like you have your event and you have to go like hard for it and you have to go try hard, and there's like no breaks and the coaches like instill that in you. That is, like, yeah, that seemed like a lot of work. Like Anisha, I didn't know you were grinding that hard for that Science Olympiad, though. You know, we got to grind to lose the Daniel Wright at State, always. <laughs> didn't they we beat always you? always did that. Every time. <laughs> and that just, like, made it worse for the next year, because we're like, oh, this is our focus. We're going to beat this team. And it never happened. It was kind of a motivation, honestly. Mm-hmm. Anyways... So you guys, act, I was really surprised because like I gave you, you got, I gave you the option to like choose a topic and through was like, oh, let's do like maximizing free time in quarantine. But like I was thinking of it and just thinking like maximizing free time and productivity. I feel like for me, they're 
two different things. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but to you guys, does maximizing free time mean being productive? I mean, as I said earlier, I, I don't think productivity is necessarily just like how you do quote unquote work as in like, how do you, how much do you study? How do you fit in studying and doing homework for all these classes? I think it also is a bit about like your free time. How are you doing stuff that you enjoy? Cause like I, I personally have spent a lot of time scrolling through Instagram and that is not the way I want to be spending free time. So mm-hmm. that, I- but sometimes it just feels right. No, there's times where it feels right, but, like, at the same time... It never feels right after, though. Yeah, and you feel like, for me, I think you can, with social media especially, I feel like it's okay to spend a little time on it, or, like, a decent amount of time on it, but I do think that people in our generation are really quick to immediately go to social media in their free time. Yeah. And I feel like the part of productivity that applies to that is, no, you have to go, okay, what do I want to do? What's something I want to enjoy? Do I want to go outside, like take a walk? Do I want to play video games? Then like, let me do that. So I can have as much of that time as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I think also like with like free time and stuff, you can find something like enjoyable. Like for me, I find sports really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, and me a- dribbling is basketball outside every day. Yeah. So that's what I do. Like right after school, if I don't have a club, I'll go outside, just spend like 25, actually no, 15 to 20 minutes, just decompressing, like shooting around. Or I go watch like a sports video because that's just something that I enjoy and I feel productive doing that because it's physical exercise and it's also like something that I like to do. Yeah, and I feel like the difference in maximizing free time is just like, I feel like maximizing free time could be self-care like you guys said, like doing something that feels right to you. And I feel like a lot of our generation goes to our phones because it's the quickest thing and we're just lazy, but it's an addiction. Like when we get when we start using our phone like we can't get off of it and we don't realize how much time it is but just finding something we really want to do or like enjoying the weather that's like maximizing your free time too i mean it doesn't have to be productive in the sense but yeah i think like also personally i found myself going on my phone not during the day or like during when i'm doing my homework but i do it very late at night oh yeah keeps me up instead of sleeping yeah, I know that. Yeah. Like a TikTok, like, just, you start one, you keep going, or you start a YouTube video, and you just keep going for, like, hours. We're going to start a petition to get TikTok classified as a class three uh, restricted substance. Why? TikTok's amazing. It's so addicting. Oh, my gosh. It's because everything's so short on it, so, like, you can enjoy it as much as you want, and it feels like you're not wasting that much time. There's, like, a science behind, like, the way they... Because it's only a minute long, max. So, like, you're not wasting, like, a huge time on one video. So, you're like, oh, I can move on to the next one. And that just, like, puts you in a trap. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, and now coming to current events with the pandemic, with the elections. <laughs> oh, my God. If is you're being about to productive... listen to our podcast. Sorry. I yeah. The... Had to plug that. Wait, they what? They have, like, a whole episode on... Yeah. Um, the elections you should definitely check that out but with the pandemic and even like with the election do you guys think being productive is really a priority because the pandemic affects everyone differently and the election impacts everyone too but like do we need to worry about being productive at a time like this I mean I'd say this is the time where like you should yeah 
productivity. Not only is it a golden opportunity, you also have to think like, for me, it was the realization, okay, I probably won't get to go to school for all of sophomore year. I'm going to miss out on a significant number of clubs, competitions, studying, who knows what. So I need to like figure out a way to compensate for whatever that was that I'm missing. And it, it's a really bad way to think about it. But I really thought about it in the way of like, oh, your college resume, like you're missing out on sophomore year, like opportunities to put things on your resume. So you got to fill up that resume somehow. So that's why I was like, yeah, no, this is a need. And it's also a great opportunity to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this gives you the perfect excuse to go try something like you have all the time that you need. You can go explore something. You can't, like, use the election as, like, a reason to, like, not go do something because, like, it's over right now. So, like, sure. that's kind of... But... Yeah, and I feel like I've seen so many, like, self-growth news. Mm-hmm. Not even news, but, like, just stories from this pandemic about how it's just been a good time to reflect. And I cover- kind of covered that, like, before, but... It's a really good time to get stuff done. I totally agree with you guys because, like, for me, going into quarantine, I thought I'd, like, have so much free time. But now remote learning has got a little intense. I didn't even expect it to, like, actually be serious. But I feel like, yeah. I was thinking about this. If we were in middle school right now, this would be the time of our lives. Oh, yeah. You don't have to stress about anything. You can go outside every day. Oh, yes. Like, you don't have to stress about anything because you're not even in high school at that point. So you can just, like, chill. You don't got to go to school. Me. I was, like, stressed through all of middle school. I know, but, like, wouldn't your events be canceled? With remote learning. I mean, I yeah. they're doing a good job of getting that stuff online, though. I mean, that's true. But I feel like for most people, because you're special, Dhruv, this would be a perfect time to be in middle school. <laughs> Dhruv is just special, but yeah, I know. The pain of my existence, all right? Oh my gosh. Of course. (laughs) My brother's in middle school, and he literally... They play outside every day. And yeah, and like... During the day. No sports, nothing. It's like, they're so free. Like, I I wish I could be them. They they don't have homework. They don't have anything. And it's just like, they are having the time of their lives. You feel like it makes you cherish whatever free time you're getting like this is another thing if we were to go back to you know productivity and using your free like maximizing free time I felt like during the summer for the first like few weeks I was like not enjoying so like whenever I went down say and like played Madden or whenever I go like I don't know whatever like play basketball or something I wasn't enjoying it as much because that was the only thing I was doing and when I started Mm -hmm. spending more time working like you actually get the feeling of oh this is free time like designated free time and it feels better it's like you know the concept of there's no dark without the light so you know without doing some actual work that requires your mental thought you don't get like the reprieve from doing you know whatever you want to do in your free time anisha i think <laughs> i have a question too poetic there anisha Kind of a question. It's not really with productivity, but it kind of is. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a personal like issue that I have. And like, Drew, we talked about this yesterday, actually. Do you guys think that like creating a nonprofit is like something that you can do to be productive? And if so, how would you make 
Anish, you're, this question is sounding oddly specific, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess people would have taken the productivity opportunities in different ways. I know mm -hmm. the fact that like there were multiple people trying to do stuff like that or trying to do some charitable work over the like pandemic. I have a friend, I have like a couple friends and a couple like friend groups that were doing stuff like making masks or, you know, they're just doing stuff like the intent is good in some cases, but, but like, yeah, the, the intent is good, but has it not just become oversaturated with everyone doing the same thing? I mean, if yeah. related to productivity, that's one of those things where like, it's going to require a lot of work. A lot of work. I, I don't know. I feel like if, if that's your outlet, that's cool. Cause like, yeah. that's basically on the same level as like what I did. So like coding. Except that the way they did it or, you know, setting up a nonprofit, that's, you know. Like, if you're passionate about it, please do it. Yeah, if you have but, a passionate issue you care about, of course do it. I have nothing against that. I don't think anyone does. But I feel like mm -hmm. it shouldn't just be, oh, I have free time. Oh, I should set it. I should, like, set up a charity. If you are looking, if you are already interested in, like, it, yeah. an issue. If you're like, I want to set up a nonprofit, but you don't have an issue that you're actually passionate about, that's not going to do anything. I totally agree with that. And I also wanted to add on, like, so, like, okay, this is kind of, okay, I was going to at the beginning of the pandemic, like, I've always wanted to make a nonprofit, but I feel like there's no point, I, I feel like a lot of people, like, hop on the bandwagon train, and there's no point making a, there's no point making a nonprofit if you're not actually gonna like if you're not actually inspired to do something like if you're gonna make it for the sake of oh I'm gonna like look good on college applications or resumes like that's not a good intent like, wait Sonia can I jump in right there mm -hmm. it doesn't even look good on college apps because everyone does it at this point exactly I'm the co-founder of a, co of a nonprofit <laughs> that no heard of and will die once I leave let's try and divert back to like the productivity thing but like okay fine, fine. An Anish would you say like i don't know i was trying to say oh actually not this question is better for sonia it's like when you were thinking about making a nonprofit, was it like the fact that the pandemic opened up time to do it or was it that during the time that you had during the pandemic you reflected and you came up with the idea oh i should make a nonprofit? no it was definitely like the reflection and i just wanted to help people and then after that i was kind of at that burnout stage where i was like oh like it's a pandemic i have free time i should do something but at that point i stopped because you know i'm not really passionate about it why make it there's so many out there but i feel like you have to truly be able to make a change and really like work hard if you want to get somewhere with it and i just feel like it's over like like anish said it's oversaturated like, if you're, like, I'm going to shout out one of the best ones from our school, the Ripple Initiative, like, by our neighbor, Rashika. That's a very good nonprofit that actually makes impact. But there's For other, sure. huh? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But there's other ones that are just, like, they're there for a week, and then they're gone. You never hear about them again. I'm not going to call anybody's out, but at some point, it's just, like, are you doing this to be productive, or is this just something that you think will look good for your future? Yeah, I mean, but I, I said earlier, like, one of the things that motivated me and I, I said back then, you know, like, this is very unhealthy. But I said that, you know, the feeling I do need to compensate for like my lack of a college of my like sophomore year contributing to my resume. 
the feeling like the need to compensate for that is one of the things that did drive me to do code, like to work more on coding. So but I feel like it's different scales of things though, because that's being like, that's making a nonprofit. My thing was really like the worst case scenario is it, it harms me only. Yeah, like I would argue your coding thing's like a pers more personal because you're actually like developing a skill mm -hmm. and bettering yourself more than like for college apps, I'm thinking. That's right? true, that's true. Cause like And nonprofits are bigger. Yeah, nonprofits are bigger and it's like something that's for like college most of the time, unless you're actually passionate about it, which is very hard to find. But like Drew's thing is like he's bettering himself and exploring something that's like he's truly interested about. Yeah, and I just feel like the difference in like Dhruv's coding and the nonprofit is I feel like for a nonprofit you're focusing on helping other people and you really have to have like that heart and that passion to be able to commit to it. A lot of people start it and I see like it's gone. It's gone and it's just because you're not commit like why did you start in the first place? You got to question yourself on that. Going back to the productivity part of that productivity can mean something different to anyone and i feel like in order to actually get work done and be productive you have to like put your heart and soul into yeah that. so like one of the things that ended up happening with me uh if and you're listening to this podcast i'm a big sports fan me and anish obviously are we make a podcast talk yeah. about sports but part way through like a decent way through like i would say about halfway through the summer uh, I was getting ready to actually start making some projects with, you know, the stuff that I had learned. And I focused a lot on data science and machine learning, but I kind of was struggling to become engaged in a project until I like went into the idea, hey, what if I use some like sports data and start doing that? And it was always yeah. an I like it was always like, oh, that's like a fairy tale job, like, oh, working for a sports team doing analytics, that'd be cool. But it wasn't really realistic. But as you said, putting like doing, you're only going to do something a lot when you actually care about it. And I noticed the change immediately when I started doing projects that were like, okay, let me look at this data from basketball or football or whatever and start. In Wait, I have a question. Did Drew disconnect? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, this question also applies to you, Sonia, because like, like I'm not trying to call you guys out, but didn't you guys make a data learning club? And, like, what happened to that? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not calling us out. That's actually um, – Stevenson has, like, this thing where the clubs are only approved in November mm -hmm. and uh, March. So, the results are coming in December. So, did you guys apply to it? Oh, we did in, like, August. Nice. But they said we have to wait till December. Oh, that's actually, like, never mind then. I thought, because, like, I haven't heard of it since then, so I was, like, mm -hmm. confused. Yeah, yeah. No, we wouldn't just give it up, but... Yeah. Okay, so there was just, like, a technological difficulty, but we're just going to wrap this episode up. Um, before we wrap it up, just a quick surprise question of the day, which I always ask, like, people that come on here. So just, like, quick answer, but... Today's is, if there's one thing you could do on your bucket list, like, only one thing, what would it be? And maybe a short explanation. Do you can go first? I'm still thinking. Bro, I have a bucket <laughs> list. I don't know. Like, I, I've been occupied okay. during this time. I'd, I'd say, ideally, uh, I'd try to go into some more deep learning stuff for 
voting. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Work at the zoo, Anish? No, bro, what? No, I just do that for fun. Uh, <laughs> this isn't really a bucket Quick list, case. but this is like a future thing. I kind of want to be a doctor, especially now. That's I don't know. Your if that's one day bucket list, list goal, damn, Anish. Yes. That is Anish. very cool. I that actually did not know one that. day. Yep, just one day. Get it done with. Get it done with. That's very cool. So, yeah, that's all I had prepared for today. And I did not expect Dhruv and Anish, who are sports and politics people, to engage in a conversation like this. But this was their idea. And they didn't want to do politics. Yep. And this was actually a really good conversation. I really enjoyed it. I hope everyone watching this did. I hope you guys, Dhruv and Anish, did. But that's all. If you've stayed till the end, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. I stated it so many times and I'll just keep saying it again because it means so much. And thank you, Dhruvan and Anish, for joining me today. That also means so much because I didn't expect a conversation like this. But at the end, it was another great episode and that's because of you guys. Thank you for having us on, Tanya. Great. <laughs> yes. I hope everyone watching this and Dhruvan and Anish have a great week day night month friday the 13th for us and yeah have a great day guys and see you next time bye